So, Marilla, what are you reading right now? Um, I'm still working away at my Six Tudor Queens series. Obviously. I haven't read much in the last few weeks because I had, because I was sick and then I had my birthday and we have like a bunch of assessments due at the same time. So I haven't been reading much, but I finally made it to the third book, Jane Seymour. I stayed up till midnight reading it last night. Not, not good. Kids, (laughs) don't do that. Um, yeah, (coughs) I, I am reading, oh my, Beck would be so proud of me, I wish she was here, but I'm reading a book called The Keeper of the Lost Cities, I'm onto the second book of the series, which is called Exile, it's really good, I don't want to give any spoilers, because might be a future episode if Marilla reads it. I'll take note to read it. And by the way, Beck couldn't be here because she had an orthodontist appointment. Optometrist. Something Optometrist. like that. Some doctor. Some, some, some doctor starting with O. Yeah. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about a book called Bad Gals Throughout History. 100 Feminism special episode. 100 Remarkable Women Who Changed the World. We're not going to be doing all, all 100 of them, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, we're only, we've so, picked six. But, over- oh, this is by Anne Shen. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it. Over Raisin Toast and Milo this afternoon, we have each picked, we have picked six, six fabulous women whom we really greatly admire and know, and know more about because this is very last minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll just say so the, the, the three women I have chosen is Queen Elizabeth I, honour to the Queen Elizabeth II, who died on the 8th of September 2022. You might have heard about Beatrix Potter and Rosa Parks. And then I'm going to be talking about um, Jane Austen because, like, you know, she's a fabulous writer. Um, Literally, as soon as we opened the book, she she went, I want Jane Austen, give her to me. (laughs) Oprah Winfrey and Malala Yousaf. Who's like the most recent person in the book? Probably, you probably would have heard of her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So okay. should we start? There's Wait. no spoilers or no spoilers section because it is a non-fiction book, and it's really like short and like you can't tell spoilers about. The First, we're gonna eat. Let's do an age rating. Age rating. I mean, look, reading it, it's like. It uses words like turbulent. But also there are some, like, things in the book about, like, torture. Uh, because Marilla hasn't read the whole book like I have. Mm. But there are some talks well, about... Well, it's your book. Yeah. Anyway, there so are some I'd say stuff... probably 12 plus. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, who's your favourite person? The favourite person that I chose or the favourite person that you chose out of both of us? Um, out of, like, the whole book. Oh, out of the whole book. Well, I haven't read the whole book. So I'm just going to go out of the people we chose. I'd say probably Queen Elizabeth the first. Yeah. Well, married, ruling England. Um yeah, 40 years or something, 44. Was 45. 45. I was close. Um I'd probably say oh, all the people like I'm talking about are really cool, but probably either She's looking through the whole book. Jane Austen. Or mm-hmm. Rosa Parks. Or my, yeah. Jane Austen, Rosa Parks. All of them. Malala Yousaf. Well, some of them. All of them. Some of them. Um, okay. 
Okay, let's both talk about, like, the person. Like, do a We'll quick... go back and forth. Yeah, okay. do a quick summary about Queen first, Elizabeth I. Queen Elizabeth I reigned for 45 years and gave her name to an era. The Elizabethan era. Yeah. Um, she was the daughter... The daughter slash... The daughter, if you want to call it, of Anne Boleyn and King Henry VIII. She grew up pretty well. She decided never to marry on the religious grounds that God had given her, like, the right to rule. He was like, yeah, go girl, go power, girl power. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Definitely did not just say go power. Go power. Girl power, you got this. So she ruled alone after the Um, brief five years that her sister, Mary, or half-sister? Yeah, half-sister, bloody Mary, or... Bloody Mary ruled. Mary um, Catherine of Aragon's daughter. Yeah. Um, should I And go? commonly her era is romanticized as the golden age of England. <laughs> um so next up. Jane Austen, seventeen seventy five to eighteen seventy seven. She okay, pictures of her fashion make me sick and wicked. That's a quote. Yeah. So she's like she's she's an author that's why we're gonna talk about her she's an amazeballs author yeah she wrote so many but she um she wrote so many books like she wrote many books that people would have heard and prejudice senses and sensibility sensibility. emma emma there was lots more we can't think of them exactly i always get her and the bronte sisters confused oh yeah but like there's a lot yeah charlotte and like little woman's author yeah and like because like yeah i got her and jane Eyre, you know jane and like charlotte bronte you know yeah um but aside from all the people who we can confuse her with she's she's like an amazing author she's almost like she's like a female shakespeare sort of like a so- i wouldn't say she's as Amazeballs as Shakespeare. Like, like, Shakespeare invented hundreds of words, but I would say if you're looking for a woman, like, to be the next Shakespeare, you would look to Jane Austen. Yeah, she would. She would definitely be, like, a female Shakespeare. Like, if you were awarding Shakespeare prizes from history and and there was a male and a female category, they would have been homophobic at that time. Um... You would go Shakespeare for male and a Jane Austen for female. Yes, yeah. that was better explained than the first time. Yeah, and under all her um, books, she didn't use her actual name. She just wrote Written by a Lady, which was pretty cool. And, well, she was like... She invented the modern romantic comedy. She and Like, like the idea of a romantic comedy that we yeah. now know today. And she had so many followers, like royalty um read her books like um enthusiastically um scholarly people yeah smart people and then um her um her um so after she died like uh maybe 50 years after she died um her nephew wrote a book so that and then that's how people know that she wrote the books a memoir of jane austen Mm -hmm. okay okay what's next Beatrix Potter, the other female author. The quote on this page is, Rabbits and squirrels and mice, oh my. And I'm pretty sure, don't quote me on it, but I think that this was when she 
you know the lions, tigers, and bears, oh my. I think that was her idea of, like, turning it into something more innocent for young children. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Beatrix Potter wrote Peter Rabbit, most famous, probably, um... Many other books. Yeah. I have a whole collection of her mini... of her books, but they're all minis, so they're, like, probably the width of my phone. Yeah, so, like, small. Small. And I've always loved, especially the adventures of Appleby Dapple? Appleby... I don't know. Appley Dappley, (laughs) the little brown mouse. Appley Dappley runs through the house. And, yeah... Appley Dappley, a little brown mouse, goes to the cupboard in somebody's house. In somebody's cupboard, there's everything nice. Cake, cheese, jam, biscuits, all charming for mice. I won't read the whole thing, but it's really like, sweet. You get the gist. It's like about a cute um, little mice mouse. Now, who is knocking on this cotton t- uh, at co- Cottontail's door? Tap it, tap, tap it, tap, tap it. She's heard it before. And when she peeps out, there is nobody there but a present of carrots put down on the steps. So, very sweet, very innocent, very darling. Yeah. And it's like... And it seems... I think she would have been able to publish everything because... Because, like, I think it would have been suitable for a woman to write sweet, very sweet stories like that. Yeah. She was really amazing. Okay, who's next? Um... You go. Oprah. Oprah Winfrey. So she runs this world. So Oprah is like really cool. She was the first self-made woman billionaire, which is like, you know, really cool. Like women are awesome. That's what this episode is about. But basically Oprah was like, she's still alive now, but like... (laughs) She made the Oprah Winfrey show and she, so she, when she was younger, she was like kind of like, I don't want to be offensive or anything, but she didn't have that much money, you know? Like it, it says in the book that she, um, were, she had, she had to go to school in a potato sack. That's how little money she had. And like she, she, but right, but now she's like a philanthropist, a billionaire. She's, and yeah, she's still, and she donates lots of money. And, um, she also made the Oprah Winfrey Leadership Academy for Girls in South America, uh, South Africa, which is like really cool, you know? Mm. Like, She's, like, really, she's, like, a billionaire, but she's also a good person. Yeah, a good billionaire. That's what we like to see. Yeah. Rosa Parks. Right. Isn't writing by your rules? That sounds like something we do with you. Famous, the, the woman who would not give up her seat on the bus. For a white woman or man. White man. Right, man. The world Ew. was sexist and racist. <laughs> yes. What is there to say? But she's like a really big activist, and after that, she was a really big activist. She went to ah after after her for the next like year and a bit after her refusing to give up her seat. Forty thousand African Americans in Alabama, Alabama, carpooled, taxied or. 
anything to work in school instead of taking the bus. So they would have been... As a result of the boycott, a civil suit finally ruled Alabama's bus... Alabama's... Alabama's? Alabama's? Uh, who knows? America's bus segregation laws unconstitutional. But they were, like they didn't do that for the right reasons. They only did it because like, the bus thing because was they, like being poor they because they weren't enough getting money. enough money. Yeah, yeah, that. Because the because the African American people would refuse to give them money because like yeah. they weren't treating them right. You know? Like if you're not gonna treat somebody right, you don't deserve anything. You know, but like they, I know, you know, but Rosa Parks is really cool. She's like awesome and like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So, Melala Yousaf, is that how you pronounce it? Yousaf. Yousaf. Um, stands, so. stands for books, not bullets. So, she's like. Amazeballs. Yes. She's like. Um, she was the youngest Nobel Peace Prize winner ever, and she was only 17, not even like an adult, because of her, for supporting girls' education rights. So she was raised in Pakistan. and Probably during wartime. During, under Taliban rule. Yep. Um, so she didn't go to school, but her father operated, she, she wouldn't have been allowed to go to school, but her Dad operated a private girls' school in the region, which helped ignite her passion for equal access to education. And when she was 11, she used, like, a pseudonym. Pseudonym. like an a fake name. Elias. 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 (laughs) She wrote a blog for BBC, so British Broadcasting Centre, about like about like Taliban and how it's like to live under their rule and um it was featured in the New York Times um she became but then it somehow it was revealed and she became a target um she was and then she was shot in the head by uh um she on October 9th 2012 while she was at school taking the bus she survived, but yeah, yeah, she still survived. And after many months of recovery, she became an advocate for child's for children's rights and mainly girls' rights to education. She's just so cool, so cool, though, don't you think, Marilla? Yeah, she like did so much cool stuff. Cool stuff. For I reckon women. she was also a really big like, even if. She was also a really big symbol of hope, as were all the women, like... Or, Mel- like, people who, like, survived, or, like... Anyone who stood up for di- who stood up for other people's rights, for their own rights. Or against, just against the Or Taliban. against bad stuff, <laughs> would have been extremely inspirational. Sorry, I haven't put my phone on silent before we started recording this episode. That was silly. But she's just like, she did so much for women's uh, and mainly children's rights to education, which is like really nice. Anyway. Okay. So. Time to wrap it up. 
In, in this, this episode, we featured the book Bad Girls Throughout History, A Hundred Remarkable Women Who Changed the World by Anne Shen. Next if you're week. a hardcore feminist, or if you or if you are not, definitely go check it out. Next week we'll sorry. Next week we will be talking about the book Amelia Westlake by Erin Goff. I know we said this last week, but we're sorry due to top, top secret exciting circumstances. circumstances. Jinx. We, we could not, not record, record that, that episode. episode. Jinx. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Story Station, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>